Let's get nuts. Let's get to humping. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. The opening music. What is going on, everybody? Everybody file in, file in now. Let's talk some movie craziness. I mean, essentially, it's just all about The Flash and Spider-Man right now, which I don't mind. I hope you guys don't mind either. Thank you guys for uh, clicking in. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that like, thumbs up. Hit that notification bell, too, so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And you want to become a member? Become a member! Support the channel. Be part of the Film Junkie family. Um, I do a members-only stream after every Wednesday stream, so you guys can pick my brain a little bit more after this. So uh, go ahead and do that. And then, of course, all the sock meds follow me around me. If you want to support the channel on Patreon, you can do that, too. It's all there at your disposal. All right. Let's see here. Let's get to the chat and see how everybody's doing today. If I can find the thing. God, I missed my stream deck. There we go. All right, here we go. What's going on, everybody? We got Mr. Integrity. The Flash will be the highest grossing DC film of all time. Whoa. All right, so you're putting something on that. Ezra isn't going anywhere except straight into a Flash sequel. Whoa. All right, so we got some predictions right here. The film isn't erasing anything that a bullshit narrative, anything but a, I guess he means a bullshit narrative, as in, you know. Zack Snyder Justice League 2, inevitable. Okay. There's a lot right there. Somebody screenshot that and see if any of this ends up happening. Of course, we'll talk about that. All right, we got Mr. Uh, uh, Baba Baba Scott right here. Starry 2 will begin filming June 13th. Announcement that The Last of Us actress Nico Parker will only appear at the beginning as a cop. Didn't she just get cast in something? She looks really young, too, but that's cool. All right, James Noel. Good night, Dave. Live long and prosper. Same to you. I could do it. I could do the, uh, I could do the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Vulcan little hand gesture right there. So, but, uh, yeah, you live long and prosper too. Turn that off. Okay. We got Galactic Fearsome. That Hot Toys Batsuit collection has some, oh my God, I know. We'll talk about it. We'll see that when we talk about the, you know, when we get to the tweets. What's going on, Mr. Droga? Good to see you. We got darkness under the wind. Can't stay, but just wanted to say hi and hope you have a good stream. Hopefully, it should be a good stream. I'm feeling feeling good. We got RJ right here. Good evening. Super excited for Spider-Verse. Yes. Man, it's just like one thing after another. But yes, I got my ticket uh, tomorrow. Early, a pretty early showing, too. 3.30 for IMAX. So I was like, all right. So I got to get up a little earlier, make sure I get done with my work, and then head on out. Uh, are they making a sequel to The Thing? Well, you know, there is something that did come out today from Mr. Uh, John Carpenter, so we'll talk about that a little bit. The Flash will not beat The Dark Knight. You have to factor in the inflation costs of tickets these days. Duh! You gotta, yeah, you gotta incorporate the inflation. And in the past two years, it's gotten way worse. <laughs> Jeez, that damn virus. And also COVID. <laughs> Zing. Anyways, okay. Uh, Mr. Harboyle, what's going on? I'll say this, Dave. You'd probably think the baseball the baseball was special if it was uh, Zach that threw it. All right. Stephanie T. Hey, Dave. Uh, can't wait for more Rebel Moon content soon. I know. We get some finally. We get some finally, for sure. And uh, going back to the baseball comment, if he signed it, sure. 
But yeah, he's referring to something uh, that I recorded last night. Josh Herrera, what's going on? Happy hump day. Good to see you, buddy. We got Steve-O right here. Spider-Verse, baby. That's right. Will Morris, good to see you. Andy, what is happening, my friend? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on, Mr. Uh, DJ Justin? Good to see you, buddy. All right. And then we got Eleanor right here. And we got Game City Savior. That's right. <laughs> and then they say Flash and Gunverse will fail. Screenshot that, too. And we'll see if that, that prediction. A lot of predictions today. A lot of predictions today from the people in the chat. Just kind of saying, like, things that are going to happen when it comes to things. All right. We got Ronak right here, too. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, then we got Valentine right here. What's my favorite DCCW? Well, it was a flash at one point, but then I kind of fell off. Eh, kind of fell off season three. So I don't know if I really have a favorite, but I would say probably the flash. I really enjoyed the first three seasons. What's going on, Tyler? Hi. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Okay. So that's enough with the chat. Let me fix this here. There we go. All right. Cool. Thank you guys for, of course, clicking in, and uh, hopefully we have some, uh, we'll talk about, of course, the main topics right here, which is going to be all the Flash press junkets that happen. Today, we have some interviews. Sasha Kaye has been interviewed like crazy. They're putting her at the forefront. I'm sure Keaton's going to get his, he's going to get his round of interviews too, but uh, I mean, apparently they're just, they're just keeping Ezra locked up in that bunker that they keep Supergirl locked up in the Flash. <laughs> I mean, my God, we don't know where Ezra is right now, but apparently he's just lying low, but there might be something. I remember seeing something on the timeline. There might be something after, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we're not going to be seeing any. And that's, that sucks. I was actually looking forward to that, too. I was looking forward to Ezra Press Junkets because he's a, he's a funny dude. Or, sorry, funny they. Or, yeah, am I supposed to say that, dude? They, they'd. Um, anyways, trying, trying. But, uh, no, I mean, he's Ezra's funny. So I just could imagine what what the Press Junkets would be because, Ezra was funny when it came to the Justice League one, so I'm just kind of like, okay, that would have been great, but sadly, that's not going to be the case, and Sasha Kaya is now at the forefront, which, not complaining about either, she's nice to look at, right, but, uh, and then, and then I'm just kind of going, all right, when does Keaton go out, does Ben Affleck do anything when it comes to press junkets, but anyways, right now, it's just press junkets between Andy, the Mushkietis and Sasha Kaya, that's what it is right now, we're going to talk about those, we're going to talk about the Snyderverse and the Flash, because let's face it, that's always been the discourse that's been out there when it, when it comes to, is it canon, is it not, is it, uh? it's like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it gets annoying, and it's funny too, because you can pretty much determine how somebody reacts to the Flash, whether they are going to say it's canon or not, and we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about Andy Muschietti honoring Zack Zack Snyder, of course, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about Andy Muschietti, of course, saying yesterday that came out that he would not recast Ezra if there is a sequel. So there's that part part of that, too. And then, of course, we'll get into the we'll go from, uh, you know, we'll go from this verse to the Spider-Verse. We'll talk about, of course, across the Spider-Verse reviews and box office projections, which uh, should be good. And then, of course, we'll talk more about uh, what's happening when it comes to the live-action Spider-Man movies. So, all right, guys, let's dive right into it. And we're going to dive right into it when uh, when it comes to the tweets. We're going to dive right into some 
Rebel Moonness. That's right. We got some Rebel Moon things. We got we got a little bit of Rebel Moon stuff today, and it's uh, and it's it's and it's cool. It's great. It's uh, but we're gonna start off with this right here. Luma Pictures, VFX company, has confirmed working on Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Not only is it, but we also got Scanline. We also got Scanline that's going to be working on The Flash as well. There was like something else that got released. I think I talked about it. And uh, hmm, who works? Who's who's some VFX supervisors at uh, at uh, Scanline? Well, I think there was a guy that was at the Full Circle event that did a mic drop about Jeff Johns. Yeah, he he's, he works at Scanline. Maybe, 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 maybe he's going to be working on it too. Who knows? Who knows? You know. So Scanline also, but yeah, Luma Pictures. Talking about that right there, and then of course uh, we had some tw- we had some stuff right here. Like I said, the uh, the marketing's kicked off in full gear, and uh, we got Sasha Kaye. She's like front and center. It is kind of funny because it's like, man, they are just they are not doing too much Ezra stuff. They are. Uh, I'm sure like the next featurettes is going to be mainly uh, Michael Keaton. They're going to be talking with. I don't know. It's going to be. It's just going to be interesting to see. To see um, how they they're handling the marketing without putting Ezra at the forefront, and the fact that Ezra's the star—it's like holy crap! That's got to be difficult. So, but kudos to them for trying to pull it off. And speaking of Spider Verse, oh, I mean, my God! So we got all three—I almost said three—all four Spider Men that was released right here. And you can't tell me that either in this one that we're about to see or the next one for sure that we're not going to get a reunion of No Way Home. You can't tell me that we're not. They even said um, they were talking about like, uh, you know, Miller was talking about that they've saved some spider people for the next one. And I'm going, okay, so if Toby, Tom and Andrew are not in the next one, they're for sure going to end up showing up. In the third, the you know, part two of Across the Spider Verse, I just, I, I, how do you not? We have to have a reunion of these three, right? Even if it's animation, even if it's animation. But I just, I'm like, I'm just predicting it now, and I'm sure all three of them would be down to do it because animation, animation's awesome because it's like, um, you have animation. I mean, you just go into a sound booth thing for like, what, for a couple of days, you get handed a a sack of money and you're good. So, but that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that right there. Oh, hi, Mark. This was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a Hallmark sign and somebody like blacked out the, the L. So it says, hi, Mark, you know, Tony, Tony, Tommy, I mean, Tommy, Wizzo, Wizzo. If you guys know, if you guys know, you know. And then we got some character posters for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Of the main people right here. Hey, Antonio Banderas got his own. Cool. And then speaking of the Spider Verse, we got uh, we also got some um, we also got some awesome score and soundtrack and whatever that's uh, that was also created right here. Daniel Pemberton right here. There you go. Copyright. All right. Sony Music. Sony's gonna come after me now. I played too much of it. I played too much of it. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Robert Eggers, his Nosferatu movie has wrapped filming. That seemed like it went very quickly. Holy shit. That went quickly, but, I mean, look at this cast. This is going to be something right here. I mean, that's the cast of it. So, uh, yeah, starring 
Lily Rose Depp, Bill Skarsgård, Nicholas Holt, Willem Dafoe, Emma Corrin, and Aaron Taylor Johnson, of course. A gothic tale of, of obsession between a woman, Depp, in 19th century Germany and the ancient vampire Skarsgård who talked. So Skarsgård has been a killer clown and now he's going to be Nosferatu, a vampire. Yeah, and people still want him to be the Joker. I think he's going to start getting typecasted here. But hey, he plays. He does a good job when it comes to being pale. I guess he's good at being pale. Anyways. Sorry. I retweeted Metallica. They played in Paris, and, you know, it was awesome. Seeing them in August, so had to uh, had to at least... Do that right there, you know, so. Anyways, keep on going, keep on going. This flash poster is amazing. I used it for the background today. I used it as, well, the base of the background. Obviously, you can't see the whole thing, but I would say this might be the best one. I don't know. I think I, I think it is. I think this might be, I mean, the, the symmetry. The symmetry of this poster is perfect. You got the bat wing that is fully in there, and you got the two flashes. You got Batfleck riding the riding the bat bike right in the middle. You got the Kryptonian ship right in the middle. You got Keaton, and you got Supergirl right there. I mean, the symmetry is just pretty damn cool. It's not very. It's not floating headish at all, you know, because yeah, there's two floating heads, sure, but I just I think this is probably my favorite poster for the Flash. How you guys feeling about it, right? Andy, right? Andy's saying, yeah. I would say this is probably the best one in my eyes. Got to uh, make that my wallpaper. There you go. I mean, yeah. Justice for Batfleck. Uh, I think he's gotten justice. He said that he really enjoyed working on this movie, so I think he's good. Um, but yeah, just everything's just nicely placed. And you got the blue and the yellow lightning. I'm just telling you, this is the best poster right here. The, all the posters have been great. All the posters have been great, but I think this is the best one. There's without text right there. That's pretty sweet. So gotta love it. And then speaking of Keaton, we got uh, Dave Ma uh, Macy right here, 75. Drew this up, it looks like. Yeah. Keaton Batman, like it. Ah, I don't have a drink right now, but uh, I would if, if I did. I would raise up a glass for John Beasley, who uh, passed away at the age of 79 yesterday. So may he rest in peace and... And condolences to his family. Um, obviously, he's been in so many things. Great character actor. Just always, I mean, he was, what? He was in the last Dune movie, right? So I'm sure he's, sure he's going to be in the new one. But, uh, yeah, just he showed up in so many different things, and he was always just like that character that you always rooted for, pretty much. So, yes. Oh, yeah. It's okay, so we got Invictus. Um, you're saying that in Everwood. Okay, cool. So... What's going on, Tet? Good to see you. Good to see ACS. ACS is here. So, but yeah, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. And then, yes, guys, I told you that I had, I had, pa I had a pass from the from last week. I had a pass to to go and try to see the Flash again to make another attempt to drive out to LA. And apparently, I would have gotten in this time because uh, I knew one person that showed up to that flash screening that was with, with me in line, or at least in line, that went to the flash screening yesterday. They got in and they saw it, so it was all good. But I just, you know what? I, I just, I didn't have it in me to uh, drive to LA again for not a guaranteed seat, so I didn't go, but kudos. 
And congratulations to all those people that have now seen The Flash. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. And then, yes, uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon for bonus content, if you like my content, you want a little bit bonus, you know, a little bit more, and uh, help support the channel, Patreon. I, I recorded a Patreon podcast last night, just myself, of course, just talking shit, talking more shit, uh, about a half an hour long. And, uh, you know, I give a little tea in there, too. I get more ranty than I usually do right here. So subscribe, subscribe. And then we got Sasha Kaye, Barbara, and Annie Muschietti. They uh, showed up at the Miami premiere. Or the Miami, yeah, I guess it was like, a, uh, not a premiere, but the Miami screening for The Flash right there. And then, oh, there's Miss Haley Steinfeld right there at the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse premiere. Just like, all right, I'll show leg. Look at my leg. Okay, we're looking. I mean, that's what she looked like uh, at the, the 2018 one, you know. So this is what she looked like there. I mean, my God. So she got the shirt open. And, yeah, jeez. And then, of course, we have Jake Johnson right here. Everybody was showing up. Daniel Coolio. Coolia. I always say his last name wrong. He showed up, but uh, pretty cool stuff. And then, of course, the star himself. We got, uh, we got of course, uh, show, uh, I can always... Uh, Mr. Moore, Shane McMoore. There you go. If I'm saying his name right too, you know me, I screw up names all the time. But yeah, they all showed up. So everybody took a picture on the not red carpet. It looks more like a pink carpet. But hey, red, pinkish, whatever. And then uh, we got some art right here from uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, that's pretty sweet. That Joker looks like Jared Letowish, but hey, uh, we got Harley Quinn right there just looking. And then, of course, I mean, it almost seems like there's something kind of, I mean, there's something pretty sexy about this one, right? Right? You got Catwoman right there trying to kiss his neck, which I guess is weird because he's got his neck covered. But hey, you know, she's, uh, I guess she's turned on by the fact that he's holding Joker upside down with one hand. I don't know. I think they're, uh, I think uh, Batman and Joker are doing a little swinging right now, right there in that image. But it's pretty sweet. And then uh, we got this. Standy right here. That's pretty sweet. The flash pose. This is cool. Showing Spider, the Spider-Men, the Batman, the Superman, and the Flashes. Although I didn't realize, and I don't know why. Why was this not the case? I don't, it's it's very interesting. But I thought this was really cool when I saw it yesterday. But somebody pointed out, like, why why no Christopher Reeve? And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. I really didn't notice that. I really didn't notice that at first. Like, oh yeah, we're missing a Superman in this uh, this part of it right here. So yeah, I'm just uh, I was just kind of like, oh shit. Because, you know, it's pretty cool. But then I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, they did not. They have four Batman right here. Why couldn't they have four Superman? But still, still cool. Still cool. I dig it. And then, of course, you got to update it, too. Just put just put Miles Morales in there as well. So no Tom Welling. Ah, I don't care about the Tom Welling. He didn't. He put on the costume at the very end. Oh, did you guys see this? There's a channel right here. There's a channel that does, like, Star Wars... Like, they'll do, like, Wes Anderson versions of trailers. And they did a Star Wars version. And it's amazing. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they used AI and all kinds of stuff to uh, create this. But check it out. Uh, what's the YouTube channel? Hold on. 
Let's see. Let's see what the YouTube channel is. I forget what they're called, but I watched this yesterday. Okay, LeBron. Yeah, okay. You know, and I love that too. Fuck, fuck that shit. Um, by the way, LeBron is selling me fucking Taco Bell. You think LeBron James actually eats Taco Bell? Fuck no. Does he drink Sprite? Fuck no. He's an athlete. He doesn't drink that shit, but he's selling it to you. Sorry, tangent. This is a curious ref, uh, refuge, curious refuge that are making these uh, right here. But um, but yeah, and uh, but yeah, also just that too. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on tangent, but I just find it funny that LeBron James, world star athlete who would not even touch Taco Bell, is selling you Taco Bell. That's what happens. Athletes selling you fucking junk food. Don't buy it, folks. It's all, they're all bullshit. They're getting paid millions, so you get fat and fucking unhealthy. Ah, sorry. Wow, went on a tangent right there. <sighs> China, that's right. They got a flash train. Flash train in China. China. Absolutely. That's what they do. They put flash on trains in China. And my God, these... <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're if you're uh, a world class actor, because we just found out at 79 years old that Robert De Niro is having another child, and now we got Al Pacino having another child with his 29 year old girlfriend. 29. That's right, Al Pacino knocked up his 29-year-old girlfriend at 82. I mean, you can only just like good job, dude. She's got a great ass. My god. I mean, these guys just don't stop. But you know, what's going to be great is when this child graduates from high school, Al Pacino will be Al Pacino will be 18 or he'll be a, when that when that child is 18 and graduating, Al Pacino will be a hundred years old. He'll be hopefully still living. He's going to show up. He's probably going to live forever. Who knows? But my God, Al Pacino just, whew. Seriously, I'm, how does it, how many kids does he have now? I know Alec Baldwin keeps on making children. He's got like eight or nine. I don't know. I mean, these guys just like, they don't want to stop. They don't want to stop. But I mean, I guess they could afford it. It's like, yeah, whatever. You know, we got to, we got nurses. Ah. Ooh-ah. But guess who is stopping? Guess who is stopping? Discussing film. Yes, I know, right? Poor kid. He's not going to have a fucking father. I mean, he's going to have other people, but yeah, his father is not going to like make it past his like 12th birthday, maybe. I don't know. It's just kind of, it is kind of sad. Oh, man, old sperm. Anyways, can that sperm, that sperm was like, all, all his sperm had like walkers and shit, you know? Uh, huh? Where's the egg? Oh my God, where's that egg? Sorry guys, I just took it even further than I wanted to. But Robert England, of course we know who Robert England is, Freddy Krueger. He was asked if uh, he'd ever play Freddy Krueger again, and he said, no, I'm too old, not Al Pacino, um, and thick. He said, too old and thick now. Yeah, so I guess he's uh, put on some pounds. I can't do fight scenes for more than one take anymore. I've got a bad neck, bad back, arthritis in my right wrist. Oh, so all those years of holding on to that glove, he's got some arthritis. Arthritis. I have to hang it up, but I would love to cameo. So there you go. He's hanging it up. He's hanging it up. 
Poor guy. And then speaking of music, man, there's so much. This is like a musical stream tonight because we have more. We have more. We have more Flash score, which I'm gonna. I haven't listened to it all, but I plan on it. I plan on it probably this weekend. I'm gonna listen listen to it this weekend uh, because I am driving somewhere. I might put it on. But then it, of course the Foo Fighters album comes out. But uh, here's some Flashness right here. Like it. I like it. And then happy birthday to uh, Colin Farrell. He turned, I think, is 47 today. So happy birthday to that guy. And then, my God, what are you doing to me, Hot Toys? Ah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Ah. Ah. I mean, I, I right now, guys, I'm in kind of like in money save mode, you know? And there's so many things that I want to purchase. When it comes to the flash, this right here, ah, I think I need it. I think I need it. I might have to pull the trigger on this one just because it's just so fucking cool. So what's cool about this when it comes to the hot toys, now this kind of uh, answers some questions. It answers questions with some of these bat suits, particularly the one over here, this like scuba suit thing, because when you see the shot in the trailer, you just kind of, you know, you see these shooting out of the back and some people were in, even I was kind of questioning, are, is that, is that just something that's behind him or is that part of the suit? But I don't think anybody's, anybody really noticed that there's like full on wings happening right here. So yeah, and a lot of more, a lot more gold in this suit than particularly thought. And then, yeah, just a lot more detail coming out, but you know, it's still a statue and like, there's no white eyes when it comes to this one right here, but yeah, you just kind of get, oh man, I'm just going to need that super chat. Yeah. Help, help me. Uh, yeah. If you like my stuff, man, you know, send a dollar or two <laughs> and I'll, uh, put it towards my, uh, t put it towards some flash merchandise, especially this. Because I'm I'm wondering how much this goes, because I know the Hot Toys statue for Michael Keaton was like almost 300 bucks or over 300 bucks. My God! So every little bit helps, guys. Yeah, donations. And then we got even uh, Todd McFarlane right here. Even talked about. Uh, he said, "Breaking news: We are e excited to announce McFarlane Toys has renewed its global licensing agreement with Warner Brothers Consumer Products for the DC brand and other popular stored storied franchises." So we'll get some more. We'll get uh, we, we, the McFarlane and uh, WB. They're gonna keep on making things DC products, which is great. That's good. Oh, we got a new subtitle for Rebel Moon Part 1. Huh? The Child of Fire. So it's kind of curious. Kind of curious about this. Well, because this is, uh, you know, when it comes to Net Netflix Brazil, apparently posted some uh, something when it came to, of course, Tadam that's going to be happening on June 17th. And... Obviously, Rebel Moon's going to be a part of it, and this title flashed up right here that said "The Child of Fire," which I'm I'm guessing that has to do with uh, the main character, of course. I'm just uh, Miss Sophia Batella is going to be the main character, but yeah, June 17th is the Tadum event, so we're going to get some more Rebel Moon. I'm wondering if we're actually going to get that trailer finally, 
And if that's the case, that's going to be amazing. I'll definitely do a reaction to that and break it down and then hopefully have a certain someone come on the vodka stream to maybe break it down even further. But this is what was spotted right there. So ta-dum. That's right. And then you got Zach right here. Sorry, I got caught in a loop right there. So Rebel Moon, baby. Can't wait. So we got some Rebel Moon crumbs. Finally. Jeez. But hopefully, I'm just hoping, fingers crossed, that we're going to get that trailer at Tadum. All right. What else we got here? That's not even it. Ah, I thought that was it. I totally forgot about this. But apparently, Rebel Moon is going to be released in uh, theaters, which we all assumed that was going to be the case. We know that Zack Snyder wants you to see his movies on the big screen. That's why... He loves the big screen, loves going to the movies. So naturally, we thought that it happened with Army of the Dead. So now, according to the Dolby Professional, yes, there's going to be a theatrical release of Rebel Moon. I don't know how wide release it is going to be, but I'm sure we'll get more details. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting right there. I will be there. I will be there. Hopefully, IMAX. Hopefully, IMAX. And then there's a rumor that Chief McKenzie Bach is returning to the Batman saga in the Penguin series. You remember this guy right here? Kind of a dickhead. You know, didn't like Batman, of course, but, you know, what cop did. But, uh, yeah, so uh, looks like he might be in the Penguin series, which makes sense. We got David Ayer right here. He's uh, drawing sketches uh, for the Ayer cut. Just kidding. No, that's not what he's doing. But, hey, he's doing something. And look at that. Look at that. He's got a full head of hair. I'm so used to seeing David Ayer like with no hair. You know, he's always, you know, he's got the shaved, the bald look, the shaved look. It's a lot of, that's what I, what I use for like thumbnails and whatnot. But yeah, there he is right there. Just working on something. He said the best laid plans. Pretty interesting. Super Mario Brothers cannot be stopped. It's past Frozen to become the second highest grossing animated film ever. That's right. Woo! There you go. Good for them. Good for them. That's what we want to see. Super Mario Brothers. Okay, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, we're good. I know that, that applause goes on way too long. Turn off the applause sign. Jesus. Uh, okay, so this was mentioned at the uh, opening of the stream. But yes, John Carpenter says a direct sequel to the thing may be happening what okay the thing is one of my all-time favorite sci-fi horror movies i mean i guess it's like it could be in two categories because it's science fiction it's horror it's isolation it's crazy it's practical effects up the ass and just some crazy just absolute bonkers shit that happens in this movie and of course we got a prequel to the thing which eh Eh, it was whatever, you know, it had Elizabeth Winstead in it, and uh, it led up to the thing, which I thought was pretty sweet how it led up to John Carpenter's The Thing, but but uh, if he wants to make a sequel, go ahead, and I'm just kind of wondering, does Kurt Russell come back? See how it ended? I mean, I he could, he could, he could come back, he, we don't necessarily see him die, so... Kurt Russell, I mean, if you're going to make another one, you have to have Kurt Russell in it. It's just a given. You have to have Kurt Russell in it. 
Uh, we have some more art right here, some more Batman art from uh, Art by Colin. So that's pretty sweet. Hey, you guys remember Army Hammer and how much of a weirdo he is? Well, apparently he's not going to face any sexual charges. So I guess since after all that stuff and all the text messages that were released, I guess they didn't find any kind of evidence that he actually did anything crazy. I guess it was maybe it was just all weird fucking cannibalistic talk. I don't know what it, I don't I don't know. He's he's just a weirdo. But apparently he's not going to be charged with anything. So Army Hammer going to make a comeback. I could see that. Man, you never know. It could happen. Could happen. But guess who's not coming back? Oh, boy. Yeah. Danny Masterson. He ain't going to be coming back because he got convicted of two accounts of forcible rape, which I don't know if they needed forcible in front of that because I thought rape was okay. Anyways, but uh, I mean, I guess there's they, they have a reason for putting that right there. But uh, yeah, he faces up to 30 years in prison. Aye. And you know what's funny is I too bad, you know, a couple few weeks ago, I watched Face Off. And Danny Masterson is in Face Off. You guys, if you, anybody familiar with Face Off, you know that he's in it for a brief moment. He, like, dates the daughter. And there's a scene where he forces himself upon her. It's, it's like it predicted it. What the hell? It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy to think about it when you see that scene in Face Off. Which that scene made no sense whatsoever because, it's like, why are you going to force yourself... It, he's like, well, you're going to try to get some nookie in front. Of, I don't know. It's uh, anyways. So what's going on, Tiz? How you doing? But uh, yeah, I guess they found him uh, guilty. They found him guilty. Yeah. Family guy predicted Kevin, Kevin Spacey. I think I think Scott, I think uh, Seth MacFarlane actually knew a little thing about that. Uh, there's only uh, some time left. If you haven't gotten your shirt for the Full Circle event, the Jim Lee shirt, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a shirt. I mean, uh, it's looking like it's over at 31. Uh, it's almost at 32,000, which is awesome. So 32,000 just in these uh, shirt sales alone that goes, of course, to AFSP. So if you haven't gotten your shirt, do it. Ink to the people, Full Circle. Full Circle. Harrison Ford. This is why we love Harrison Ford, because he's kind of a grumpy, well, he is a grumpy old man. And when he gets asked questions like this, he tends to answer like a grumpy old man. Harrison Ford says the most common fan question he's asked is, who would win in a fight, Han Solo or Indiana Jones? I say, me, asshole. I don't want to be... I don't want to fucking make shit up like that. I mean, what are you asking? Why are you asking me about this crap? So, yeah. Don't ask Don't ask Harrison Ford who would win in a fight between Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Just don't do it. Just don't freaking do it. And then uh, we got video right here. Remember we saw this uh, earlier this week. I actually posted the shot for it today of uh, the drones that were... that. They're making these shapes and craziness right here when it comes to the sky. It's just so, it's just crazy how that, the technology, how technology is like this right now. But yeah, it's just pretty sweet. So if you guys didn't see this, but yeah, I mean, that's good marketing. That's different kind of marketing. I actually saw a tweet from somebody that said like, this seems desperate. I saw that tweet and I'm like, why does this seem, this seems desperate? 
And then I went, oh, yeah, you're not looking forward to The Flash. You're one of those that had been shitting on The Flash. So this looks desperate. Although if it was, you know, if it was, you know, Wonder Woman 3, Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot, or, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, that's amazing! Yeah, the bias out there was funny. But I was like, that seems desperate. This looks cool as shit. And that's, I think it's kind of smart. It's pretty smart. I mean, they made the whole Batwing. Look at the Batwing right there. And then, of course, the I mean, it's just insane. But, yeah, it's just funny. When you see tweets like that and then you click on the name and, and then you look and say, ah, yeah, you're not, you, you, you want this thing to fail. You're not about this. So, so the marketing, I mean, this is different kind of marketing. When have you seen marketing like this before? You haven't. Nobody's really utilized this for marketing, it's something different and unique and utilizing modern technology, but it's desperate. Okay, makes sense. Nap, thinking you're just uh, drinking the haterade right there. So, uh, anyways, we got Salvador right here who uh, posted a video of him draw, drawing this uh, drawing right here for the Flash, which is pretty sweet. And that's the outcome. Awesome. And if you look at the pupil, you can see the bat logo right there. So this is really freaking cool. So good on him. I love art. I love I love when people uh, make art like this. And oh, my God, Sex in the City fans. Oh, my God. Samantha's coming back. Or no, is her name Samantha? Uh, yeah, I think so. Kim Cattrall is coming back for season two of the rebooted show. And Max, you know, stream on Max. They put secrets out. And then I, I quote tweeted by saying that the ratings are low. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Um, if you've, I've heard a little bit about this, but Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker do not like each other. Apparently, she's only going to be showing up for a cameo. But I think they needed a ratings boost for the show. So they're like, we better bring her back. We better, better bring her back, man. Better bring her back. <laughs> And then uh, speaking of Tadum, I'm sure we're going to get more of like uh, probably this weekend they're going to release a full on whatever. But uh, this is what you can expect at Tadum. Avatar, The Last Airbender, Outer Banks, Cobra Kai, Wednesday, Rebel Moon, Bridgerton, Squid Game, and then uh, Stranger Things, of course, talked there. So I thought some of that stuff was shut down, though, because of the writer strike. And then we got a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer for Mutant Mayhem, which is, this is a better trailer than the first one, 100%. Love it. It looks great. You can actually hear Jackie Chan. The thing I wonder, though, guys, um, who... Some of the guys wanted to get pizza, and I tried to talk them out of it. You ratted us out. Okay, who has braces? I think it's Michelangelo, right? Michelangelo has braces. Is Master Splinter adjusting the braces? Do you, is, 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 are they going to explain Michelangelo going to an orthodontist? Maybe. I just was kind of funny. I was like, I remember when they had the individual posters. I was like, oh, yeah, one of them has braces. And I thought it was funny because they are teenagers. But then I'm now I'm starting to do that thing where my brain goes. I'm like, how is he getting his braces? How do you get his braces put on? How does he get them adjusted? I don't know. Maybe it's Donnie. Hey, that's 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 not. Yeah, could be that RJ. He is brilliant. Maybe it's Donnie. You might be right about that. You might be right. But I'm just kidding. I know. Hey, I I'm ju I'm not taking that seriously. I, this trailer looks great. I'm excited for it. 
It's just my brain goes to those stupid things, those stupid questions. I'm not nitpicking. I saw I saw Nerdy Mastermind retract his his message, but I'm not nit, nitpicking. I'm just I'm I'm. It's a joke. It's a joke. But I was just you know you just start thinking about random shit like that. So that's all. Is Donatello a girl? No, his balls just haven't dropped yet. His voice hasn't dr- deepened. So oh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Okay, so uh, on Monday's stream, I we talked. The main topic for Monday's stream was uh, the fact that Andy Muschietti might be directing Batman: Brave and the Bold. So, you know, he got asked at one of the uh, screenings for the Flash. Someone creatively asked him about Batman because obviously with the Flash, he's dealing with two Batmen, you know, old and new, which is great. My top two favorite Batmen thankfully, but, uh, obviously it's just like, oh, I think he'd be perfect, which I still think that, but at the same time, I still would be open for a Sam Raimi Batman. I don't think that's going to happen because I think Marvel is like trying to hold on to him. Like, Hey, you could do Dr. Strange three. You could do secret wars. We're holding on to you. Kevin Feige is like, Nope, Nope. You're not going over there with, with that, with that traitor, with that traitor, Jimmy guns over there. No, you're not. But Apparently, according to this guy, Jason Carvey Watcher, <laughs> he met Sam Raimi at the Texas Frightmare, Frightmare weekend today and asked him about his comments regarding his interest in directing a Batman movie in Guns DCU. The villain he'd most want to use is Raz al Ghul or Raish al Ghul, whatever you want to, you know. I know people say Raz or Raish. I, it's supposed to be Raish. We uh, talked about that on um, Fanimated, on DC Fanimated. If you guys watched that, but uh, yeah, he said uh, that, and of course he's he, of, of course, and that would actually fit because you have Damien. If you know that whole backstory, I mean, let's let's just face it. I wouldn't. I, I would be okay with it. I would definitely be okay with Sam Raimi, of course, doing Batman: Brave and the Bold. You know, because we are gonna. It's gonna. It could still be a dark Batman, but it's gonna be a fantastical Batman. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Matt Reeves dark. It's gonna be a little lighter than that, but it still can have some dark elements. And again, and one of the reasons why I was all about Andy Muschietti directing Batman: Brave and the Bold is because, yeah, a horror director. I'm all about it. Sam Raimi's a horror director too, but he's also he did a Spider-Man trilogy. He did Darkman, for God's sakes. So I would totally be down for this as well. But who knows? Like I said, I think Kevin Feige is just like, nope, you're not going over there, sir. We will back up a dump truck full of money for you to do Doctor Strange 3 or Secret Wars. I know he's, you know. But I'm like, oh, man, a Sam Raimi Batman would be something. It would be absolutely something. One day, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. All right. So that's the tweets, guys. That's the tweets. Yeah, there's no way that, that uh, uh, Kevin Feige better better hold on to him. I mean, but but the thing is, though, you're also looking at the fact that, you know, said, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was... Uh, you know, pretty, there was a discourse. It was pretty divisive. I enjoyed the shit out of it. So, anyways. All right. Let's dive into it, guys. Let's dive into uh, this Flash stuff. I mean, obviously, uh, like, again, it, it is interesting, the fact that they have to kind of tiptoe around the whole Ezra thing. They really have to tiptoe around the Ezra 
situation, which sucks because, again, Ezra at these press junkets would be hilarious. Funny guy or funny them, whatever. Again, I, you know, I know. But I think he's I think he's okay even if you even say the he and hims and whatever the hell. I think he's okay with that. I think I read that somewhere that it's not I gotta jump on you for, for mentioning that. It's still it's it's difficult when it when it comes to the, the yeah. Anyways, that's besides the point. It would just be a hilarious. It would be hilarious. So one of the things too is like uh, what I've been seeing, what I've been hearing when I when people talk to talk to when people talk to me about the flash that have seen it, message me, whatever, talk about it. The first thing, one of the main things that is brought up from people who I've talked to, one of the main things that they bring up is the fact uh, about how much it is connected to the Snyderverse. Is it canon? Is it not? That's always been the main question. Is the Flash canon the Snyderverse? If you absolutely do not want this movie to exist and you're like diehard into the Snyder fandom, you think it's 100% canon to Justice League, which is just fucking stupid i mean it, you can you don't have to go see this movie you can hate this movie all you want but just be logical please be fucking logical just do that be logical nobody wants to be canon to justice league nobody okay nobody wants to be canon to that piece of shit nobody does we've heard that from the other directors nobody wants to be canon to that but you know but of course they want to go to that extreme and whatever but the people I've talked to, and it's always funny too because it just kind of depends on how in they are with the new stuff and how how much they are a fan of the Snyder stuff. You can kind of gauge what they would actually say. I've heard like, oh yeah, it's 100% canon to the Snyderverse. But I'm like, okay. But you're, I mean, you're 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 cheering all anything that's coming out uh, superhero. That's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed that, and I'm glad you said that. Then you have people who are, you know, that are okay. Like, okay, we'll see what the new stuff's going to be all about. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Snyderverse fan. I've heard, yeah, it is and isn't. I've heard that too. I've heard, oh, it is, but it isn't. So I'm kind of like, okay, that's interesting. It is and isn't. And then, of course, like I said, there are people, I mean, uh, there was even somebody today who commented on something. I said that it was like, all right. But uh, when it comes to the actual um, Snyderverse and talking to Snyder, well, we have good old Sean O'Connell, which um, he decided to ask, which good good on Sean. And it feels like Sean's the only one that's actually asked about Zack Snyder and then, of course, the Snyderverse. And, you know, of course, I mean, obviously with uh, with with O'Connell, he's uh, he wrote the book. He's been involved with all this stuff, so naturally he was going to ask about this. But he did ask him about Zack Snyder and then, of course, the Snyderverse and everything right here. So here we go. Let's see what uh, we got video, of course. So here we go. Obviously, you can go to Cinema Blend when he puts this on. He put this on right here. So here we go. I got to see the two Batmans together. Did Affleck ever come around to watch Keaton uh, work? On set, did you ever have the two Batman together on the set at the same time? They did not. They we shot it in different months, uh, okay. but they they would love. They would. I, I I'm pretty sure they would have loved to do it together. They joked that they live on the same street in LA, uh, which is so you know Batman, Batman Alley, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, we we didn't get the chance. Oh, that's unfortunate. Speaking of getting the chance, because you guys get to play with a lot of Zack Snyder's toys, uh, have you had a chance to show him this movie yet at all as he asked to see it? 
Uh, I would I would love Zach to watch this movie. Uh, you know, we we really, oops really uh, I think we honored uh, the the part of, of of the movie that 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 he you know that he created uh, in terms of characters and char characterizations and cast. So I think I think you would enjoy it. So there you go. So there you go. So he wants. So Zach has not seen it. He didn't say that he's seen it, but hopefully Zach does see it. That's what he's kind of hoping right there. Now, will Zack Snyder actually watch this movie? Again, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> you know, um, obviously when Zack was on the Vodka stream, he thought it was cool that scenes he created when seeing the Flash trailer, he was like, well, that's cool. And saying he was proud of his his cast and the characters that he created and saying that Ezra, you know, the fact that he's getting the Flash movie and uh, all that stuff, he did say that. So I think Zach will 100% see it. Now, I'm not saying he's just going to go right to social media and post that he watched it and loved it or anything like that. I mean, I've told you guys, Zach is a Shazam fan. Um, you know, it's like Zach, it's not like Zach just watched like, oh, no, it's too family friendly for me. Sorry. Sorry, Debs. You and the kids watch that. I'm going to go over here and watch something dark in a dark room. You know? It's like, no. Zach's, Zach likes the lighthearted stuff. He, Zach likes anything creative. So I wouldn't be surprised if he does watch. I think he's going to watch this because not to mention, too, two of his buddies who have worked with him on his movies, DJ and Brian Hirota, VFX supervisors over at Scanline, they worked on this movie. So I think, naturally, yes, he was going to go see this movie. But it's just going to be... It's going to be interesting, you know, if he does mention anything. I can't turn that no, off. An Uber. I can't turn it off. Zach. All right. Frozen. Hold on. Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. Got a little locked up right there, Sal. But, um, yeah, so, but when it comes to Snyderverse stuff, I mean, there's, I mean, we got Josh Herrera in there. Snyder, uh, Snyder, he said Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League is canon for sure after any, uh, he saw it, he saw it twice. So Josh has seen it twice. My God, man. I've only seen it once. Okay. Dominique says it's good. Hey, Mama Film Junkie's here too. Good to see you, Mom. Love you. Uh, the Flash is so respectful to uh, Zack's Snyderverse. See, that's the thing. It's respectful. It's all about that. Yeah, the writer's strike is going to stop. Oh, okay. You're talking about something else. But uh, yeah. I'm just saying that uh, when it comes to canon, I mean, it just depends on, I mean, it's almost like a suggested, a subject, uh, subjective thing, you know, it's almost like a subjective of like how you feel. It, it depends on how you feel about the movie. I mean, once everybody sees it, there's going to be so many people, like I said, who did not want this to exist. And it's only Snyderverse with Zack Snyder. I've actually gotten that sent to me. There are people out there who say it's only Snyderverse if Zack Snyder's making it. And I'm like, well, what about Wonder Woman? What about... What about Suicide Squad? Yeah, it's, uh, again, think before you actually make these proclamations, please. And you just make yourself look stupid. You just look stupid when this is the case. But uh, obviously with scenes that I've seen and just things that I've heard, it's like, yes, of course, it, Zack Snyder's Justice League is 100% like tied to it. Is it going to be 100%? canon to what Zack was gonna like think that he would actually do with the flash movie no just like wonder woman wasn't he was basically wrote a, a treatment for a wonder woman film that was took place in 18 1854 that had her chopping heads off and she went a different route and he respected that because guess what Zack's a collaborator so, I mean, I'm sure he enjoyed what James Wan did with Aquaman. And I'm sure he's going to enjoy this, too. 
So, and then the fact that it does tie to this, there's going to be connective tissue. And the people that I've talked to said, yes, you know, some people will say yes, 100%. Some people will be like, yeah, it's connected. It's not, it doesn't feel like it's a, a direct continuation, sure, but it's pretty connected. I think people just need to realize that, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay, guys. It's okay. And then, okay, and then we're going to get some clarification right now from Sasha Kaye, because obviously on Monday it was released that uh, it was basically the press junkets were starting and people were teasing it already, saying that, yes, Sasha Kaye has talked to Henry Cavill about Supergirl, but she wanted to clarify something because when that was all happening, it was kind of made it sound like, oh, yeah, she contacted him beforehand, but turns out it was actually after. It was actually after. So this is what she had to say right here with Mr. Jake Hamilton uh, with his interview. So here's the clip right here. The actors, I, I've heard that you did have the chance to speak with Henry Cavill sort of in preparation of this experience. So I am curious. So, so not in preparation. Nope. Not in preparation. I met him after I finished the movie okay. to clear that up. Um, I didn't speak to him until very, very after we finished the movie, and we briefly met. I gave him a hug. He is so sweet and so kind. Um, and you know, he, you know, I was obviously like nerding out, and I was like, "Did you? Did I make you proud? Did you like my? You know, you know?" I was like, "Did I, as Superman, did I make you proud?" And he was like, "Absolutely, you killed it." And that meant a lot to me. Um, of course it did, you know. I, I have hmm. large respect for him and, and what he has done, and um, yes. Also, you asking the question, did I make you proud, just like, I kind of made me just tear up right now. Like, that's like, I feel like one of the most emotional things I've ever been told. I mean, it, like, he's Henry Cavill, like, dude, like, <laughs> it's, it's, I, look, I'm a nerd just like you. Like, I, I've seen all the movies. I, 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 I love superheroes. I, have this massive appreciation. I'm so deeply in love with Supergirl. I love her so much. Oh my God. She does. She loves her. So, with this, what's interesting um, about this is I'm wondering, did Henry Cavill see an early, early cut? I don't know if he's seen like a recent cut. I'm wondering if Henry Cavill saw an early cut now. That's, that's what I took from this. Like, when, when the news came out, like, on Monday, we're like, oh, yeah, Henry Cavill must have saw one of the screenings that happened the past couple of weeks. I'm thinking that he saw an early cut. That's just what I'm thinking. Just the way that she was explaining right there and saying that it was, like, long after, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm wondering if it was around, you know, the end of the year last year. Maybe he saw, like, an early cut. Maybe, like, when, when he filmed his cameo that is no longer in it, he wanted to see a cut of the movie. I'm thinking maybe he saw an early cut of the movie. I don't know. That's what I kind of gathered when it came to this, was the fact that it's, oh, I think it's more of an early cut. More of an early cut that Cavill saw. That's just my theory early cut um all right and then um yeah that's pretty much it when it comes to that stuff but yeah that's just what i'm gathering i don't know what you guys are feeling but i, I i'm thinking that he saw an early cut what's going on andre good to see you buddy uh maybe jason Momoa was excited because he showed him an early cut of the flash eh. yeah but i think i you know i'm I, that's what i'm thinking why uh Wait, so did Henry Cavill see The Flash? I think he did, but I think he saw it last year. That's just what I'm taking from it. I don't have any way to, you know, confirm that. It's just from what she was saying, it's just to me, okay, it sounds like, yeah, 
he didn't see it recently. So when Henry Cavill, I know a lot of us want Henry Cavill and Sasha to team up Supergirl, Supergirl, Supergirl and Superman. Like a lot of us, I've seen the art too. They look, I mean, they look like their cousins. They definitely look like their cousins. So how different is the early cut? Oh, I'm sure it's going to be pretty different. Well, I mean, he probably saw it with like minimal VFX and all that stuff too. Got to remember that's that's the way that that works is the fact that you see it with like the VFX not really done at all. Danny Muschietti does not want to recast Ezra. So obviously when it comes to all this situation, again, it's a pretty uh, interesting situation when it when it comes to the flash and promoting and press junkets and everything, because. We don't know what's going on with Ezra right now. Um, that's pretty much what's, uh, what's, we just don't know. We just don't know. It sucks because, again, Ezra would be a lot of fun during these press junkets. But sadly, we don't get Ezra in these press junkets. Maybe something could happen later on. Who knows? But right now, it's all just, all right, keep it hush-hush when it comes to this. But yesterday, one of the press junkets or one of the things, quotes that came out from Andy right here was the fact that he did say that if, a sequel happens, yes. I don't think there's anyone that can play that character as well as they did. The other depictions of the character are great, but this particular vision of the character, they just excelled in doing it. And, as you said, the two berries, it feels like a character that was made for them. So, it's one of those things. I always find it funny when people are like, they're born to play the character! It's like nobody's born to play the character. You just play the character. Anyways, um, you just play it well. You know, people that uh, whole hyperbole thing. Oh, you're born to play it. I don't know. But again, I'm just I'm just a grumpy old man. No, but uh, so we have that right there. So he would recast him. But at the same time, one of the things that I was kind of thinking about as well when it when it came to this quote and came to what's happening when it comes to um, when it comes to the future of the DCU and what's going on with um, what's going on with with James Gunn and everything like that I'm just kind of going like well hmm. now if we do get future flash movies yes Ezra could and I think that all of them will eventually come back. If everything's pretty successful when it comes to this new universe, I think all of them have potential to come back. Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, even though that's always up in the air. Uh, hey, even hopefully even Ray Fisher is Cyborg. That'd be pretty sweet to see him come back as Cyborg one of these days. I think there's always potential for them to come back. Especially, you know, I think the Snyderverse is always going to be like have its own, it's going to have its own verse in the multiverse. And I think James Gunn's going to respect the multiverse as much as he can, and the fact that it's like, all right, we can have this over here, and then hopefully maybe we can get some continuation of Snyderverse concepts, stories, whatever, or even Justice League 2 and 3 in some form, whether it be graphic novel or animation, whatever the hell. I'm okay with that 100%. Whatever Zach wants to do, let him do. So I think there's always going to be that potential, but then I'm just kind of going like, all right, so what if they decide to go not do another Barry? What if they decide to go Wally West? They could go Wally West, Flash. They could just say, hey, let's just do Wally instead. I don't know. Maybe they will. Who knows? I don't know. But, uh, and then um, another thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, phone's ringing. Sorry. Uh, and then another thing, speaking about Ezra. 
and uh, Andy and Barbara, they actually did talk about, uh, you know, potential about, you know, the danger of shutting down the movie because of uh, the whole Ezra situation. And uh, here's the article right here. This is actually from Entertainment Weekly. The Flash filmmakers say movie was not in danger of shutting down over Ezra Miller controversy. That was never real. So here's some quotes right here. According to Barbara Muschietti, a producer on The Flash, who spoke with EW in a paired interview with her brother, director Andy Muschietti, that result was never actually on the table. Asked if there was a legitimate fear of the movie being canceled, Barbara says, not at all, that was never real. And he also mentions that the siblings are in touch with Ezra, who uses they and them pronouns. We have a lot of empathy in general for people who need help, and especially in mental health issues. That's why they are taking the necessary steps to deal with their recovery, and we support them in that. So there you go. There you go. So right now, they're just they're in contact with Ezra and probably saying things and whatnot, but... Uh, but yeah, it just kind of makes me wonder, what is James Gunn going to do? I mean, from what I've heard, I heard that they, they probably won't go forward with Ezra if they do another Flash movie. But then at the same time, what do you do if this movie makes a billion dollars? You know, and people are raving about the performance from Ezra. It's a little difficult. But Ezra could, like, again, I don't think, like, anybody anybody who's been a superhero, because, my God, we have Michael Keaton coming back as Batman 30-plus years later. Anybody can come back. The door seems like it's always open. So anybody who doesn't think that that's a possibility, I don't know what you're thinking. Like we had, we had Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back. We have Hugh Jackman coming back. I think once you've, nowadays it's just like, yeah, it could happen. There could be something. There still could be something Snyder first like in the future. And especially when it comes to the Flash and the multiverse and everything like that, there's plenty there's plenty of concepts where you could still have Ezra sh just pop up somewhere too, but we'll see. Only time will tell. And it's going to be interesting to see this box office. Uh, I do think uh, it's worth remembering that even if Andy wants Ezra back, he doesn't get the, yeah, he doesn't make the final call. I mean, you're absolutely correct. That's why I, saying like yeah i don't think that's going to be the case it's not up to him it's not up to him it's up to the people in charge that's why i was like yeah well but but they can always just leave that door open and maybe just go a different direction wally i mean look what they're doing with wonder woman they're doing a prequel series before diana so that kind of still maybe leaves the door open for gal i don't know it's all very strange it's all very strange but out of the dc multiverse and into the Spider-Verse! Or across it. Across it. But yes, guys, the premiere was uh, last night. I showed you guys some images on the uh, when we were going over the tweets of everybody showing up to the red carpet event. And then, of course, now we have reviews. And we always love to read reviews right from the Devil Fruit site. <laughs> I know. Some people are like, F that site. Unless they use it as a weapon to attack or support a movie. <laughs> That's the way we are. That's the way we are. But yes, guys, going to the Devil Fruit site. Spider-Man Across the, uh, the Spider-Verse is currently at 94% with 87 reviews. Just as visually dazzling and action-packed as its predecessor, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse thrills from start to cliffhanger conclusion. That's what's great about a part one is you know it's going to be a cliffhanger. 
Look at all these fresh tomatoes right here. Derek Smith. The film gleefully matches exhilarating stylistic experimentation with multi-tiered narrative of equal ambition. Like it. David Fear, Rolling Stone, completely recaptures the panel-to-panel thrill of discovering your respective era's teen angsty Marvel icon. Richard Roper. It's a bit too much at times, but it's also pretty great, and it'll be a huge surprise if the chapter, if the third chapter in the trilogy isn't equally entertaining. We got uh, Mr. Dode right here. Watch, watching it, you have to wonder why more superhero spectaculars don't ditch their normally their anomaly live action shoot strategies for full expressive freedom of animation. Across the Spider-Verse retains the rapid fire wit and thrilling action of its predecessor. It's an extravagant, very cool love letter to graphic design, executed with superb draftsmanship and giddy, infectious joy. Oh, here's the here's the Debbie Downer. Here's the Debbie Downer, Mister. We got Christopher right here in this pack of uh, fresh tomatoes. <clears throat> Let's see what he has to say right here. In visual terms, the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse proves wildly inventive and stunning in a variety of ways. It just can't get out of its own way. The fuck does that mean? Well, I mean, it's fine. He didn't like it. He didn't like the story. Perfectly okay. He's probably not a superhero guy. He looks like Stanley Tucci. A little bit. And we all know Stanley Tucci likes to play those dickhead characters. No, just kidding. But hey, at least he complimented the animation. Visual terms. Uh, and then finally, let's see. Let's see. We got uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a filling is a filling visual feast that addresses the density of multiversal storytelling head-on. The minor issues in a third act. That's all set up. So some people were complaining. Hey, yeah, you know, because it's half a movie. It's half a story. It's at least as good as the first film, if not better. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that. I've noticed a lot of people when they were posting their. Social media reactions was like, it's better than the first one. And I went, how? Uh, but, I, but again, there's more to deal with here. So just absolutely, in, it's going to be absolutely insane. Uh, and then, of course, when it comes to box office projections, I've been seeing like numbers like kind of all over the place. Kind of all over the place. When it comes to these, I didn't see like definitive numbers. But according to Box Office Pro... According to Box Office Pro, here it is right here. Uh, I, I've totally forgot that the Boogeyman's also coming out this weekend. But according to Box Office Pro, it says the, I guess this is domestic. Um, I'm guessing it says uh, 95 to 130 million. So that's what it's saying right there. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's domestic or maybe that is the whole thing. I don't know. But that's Box Office Pro. It just seemed like it wasn't clear as much as some of the other movies out there. But I was seeing all kinds of different i was seeing all kinds of different uh numbers that were just kind of like all over the place so i just went with that i just went with that one you know i was seeing like okay it was gonna track and earn 115 domestic it's already started up in china pre-sales yeah and then of course i'm seeing like 100 150 million worldwide you know just kind of stuff like that so um i had a super chat there earlier didn't i Oh, well, I'll find it. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll get to it. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, it's going to do well, and the budget is small because it's animation, not too crazy. I think it's, I think the budget budget's not 
too much, but apparently it's going to make more than what the first one made because the first one didn't make as much as you might think. It ended up winning an Academy Award, which is great. This one probably will too, but yeah, I'm just glad that uh, it's going to make some coinage, I think, over the weekend. So hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. Hopefully it does. Um, uh, Kel- Keltrick Pickens. Um, sorry about that. I forgot to uh, let me bring up your uh, super chat right here. Appreciate it. So here we go. All right, so you said, uh, why does it matter if the Flash is canon or not? If it's already known this universe isn't moving forward, it seems like a waste of time to fight about it. To fight about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a waste of time to fight about, for sure. But, I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's like, well, why not have a nice little continuation from a different artist, from a different director, that, you know, what, what Zach laid the foundation, cast the characters, and made this awesome Justice League movie. It's like, why can't it just be a little canon? You know, because I think people like connective tissue. I think that's what it is. But, you know, you're, you, know you, ha- you do bring up a point. You do bring up a point. All right. Let's move on to more Spidey news because some of the producers, like Miss Amy Pascal. Amy Pascal. Oh, first she gives some bad news and then she gives kind of interesting news so while promoting this right here um she did talk about uh let's see we'll go to the article right here so let's go to it right now spider-man producers tease live action miles morales movie and animated spider-woman film it's all happening it's all happening that's right so as their producer, uh, Amy Pascal says a Spider-Woman and live-action Miles Morales movie are in the works. You will see all of it. Of course she says this. She'll just throw anything out there. Meanwhile, Kevin Feige's like, fuck! Okay, so <laughs> that's probably what he's like saying right there. It's all happening. And then producer Avi Arad teased that moviegoers will see a Spider-Woman movie sooner than you expect. Huh. Pascal said uh, a fourth Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland and Zendaya is still in the works, but the writer's strike has paused development. Are we going to make another movie? Of course we are. We're in the process, but the writer's strike, nobody is working during the strike. We're all being supporters, and whenever they get themselves together, we'll get started. So there you go. Sony Boss, blah, 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 blah. Sees a return. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So delays. But more live action content, just kind of be going to be interesting how they introduce Miles Morales. I think they should wait a little bit because hey, let let Tom Holland Spider Man become Spider Man. We we just he just got he just got away from sucking on the teat of the Avengers and Tony Stark, so now he's on his own. Let him be on his own before we introduce Miles Morales. That's all I'm saying. I mean, a lot of people were kind of like, well, you know, Miles Morales should be introduced to. In a Spider-Man 4 that is Toby's Spider-Man, which that would be sweet. And then maybe Toby would even show up. Or maybe even Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, where's that? Is there any, is there just going to be no movement on no more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? But then again, we have another Venom movie coming out. What if they surprise us with that? That would be pretty sweet, but it's not going to happen. It doesn't seem, but yeah, so live action, some more live action stuff, more animation stuff, Spider-Woman. Miles Morales, but it's just going to be interesting. How do you do that? And then, of course, you have to run it by... You still have to work with Kevin Feige there, Amy. And Kevin Feige's like, this fuck... It's like, damn it. We have a whole plan for Miles Morales, and it's... What are you doing? Remember his face during the interview? 
the No Way Home like interview. <laughs> he was like, she said something. He was like, nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. But so there you go. I mean, we all kind of assumed to think things are just getting delayed left and right because of the freaking writer strike. So. All right. Well, oh well, yeah, that's that's another question too. And I saw some interviews today with Sasha Kaye. They were saying like James Gunn, please don't uh, please don't recast Sasha Kaye. And you know, a Spider Woman film won't affect Feige. Yeah, probably not because they have that you know, the Madam Web movie that's coming out. That's not affecting any of that stuff too. Sorry, I'm just waiting for my Chrome, my Google Chrome, to like start working here. My God, computer's working fine, but sometimes Chrome just Locks up, I tell you. Just freaking locks up. Andrew Garfield should leave on a high note if he comes back, guarantees Sony. Yeah, that's the bad part. That's probably one of the reasons why, too, that he that they probably wouldn't go for it because he probably wouldn't go for it. I think he's okay with just being like, hey, I'll uh, come back for like a little cameo kind of thing or whatever. I came back for this. God. Sorry, my computer is like acting really dumb right now. It's overloaded. Hopefully, uh, I'm not freezing up too much. I see I'm on the YouTube feed. I'm kind of locking up a little bit. So sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. Computer just had a little hiccup right there. Had a little gas. All right. So let's get uh, let's get to the Twitter questions here. I forgot to post it on YouTube, but whatever. It's fine. I think we're good. All right. Here we go. All right, RJ, would you prefer to see a live-action version of Miles from Spider-Verse movies, a Miles set in the Sony universe, or a Miles to be introduced with... Yeah, see, that's the thing. That is the question, because they have so many different things. It's like, you really... I mean, can you really do... You can't really do, a like, a live-action... You know, because obviously if we're going to get animated versions of like Tom Holland, Toby or Andrew, they're going to voice them and they're going to look like them. But when it comes to, you know, Miles, I mean, I'm not saying it's like a drastic difference, but I mean, Haley Steinfeld does does Gwen. She doesn't really look like, you know, so it's it's different. It's it's interesting. So I don't know if I'd want. Hmm. I think I'd <sighs> I think maybe a Sony verse, though. I think see the Sony verse just kind of blows. I don't mind the Venom movies, but everything else kind of blows. So I think I'd probably choose MCU. Sadly, I know. I know that's not the going to be the popular opinion, but I think MCU is the way to go. But just wait till Tom Holland is a little bit more ready. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I just wait. Just wait. Don't don't go, you know, doing it already. Andrea, pick one. Face-off or Con Air? Face-off. Absolutely face-off. Mr. Axel Droga. Dave, I'm just saying, I think you're really going to love The Flash. I saw it last night, and I thought it was really good. You're just saying, what What gives it away that I'm going to enjoy The Flash, Drago? That I've been talking about it forever, that I love The Flash, that I love the Batman in it, that I've been praising it. What gives you the idea that I'm actually... You're actually not the first one to tell me that. I think you're going to like it. I'm like... Yeah, that's that's uh, I think I think so, too. <laughs> I think we'll be OK. I think we'll be OK. If you guys have been watching me, I think you guys got the idea that I'm pretty excited and I probably will like the flash. Uh, I I on Stone podcast. No question. Just adding this. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. We already talked about that. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Tell you. Eric, just to clear up, Dave, is Andy M. saying the Flash is continuity to Zack Snyder's Justice League? Well, he said that he honored all that stuff, so I would say that he actually, yeah, that he's saying that it is, uh, it is continuity to it. Mr. Wooter, Dave, who's your favorite villain from Mission Impossible movies? For me, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I would probably, I would agree with that. He was, he was, he was good. He's the best villain, and I just finished the Fast and the Furious movies from four to nine. I don't know how Vin Diesel survived those movies. Like he jumped to say, yeah. Well, you know, it's all just crazy. He's a superhero in those movies now. Uh, C.K. Cooper's casual Batman's uh, got a top secret cameo in the Flash, doesn't he? Yeah, you'd be. Yeah, he's gonna be in those post-credit scenes, apparently. You know. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, would you be interested in having Robert Meyer Burnett on your show? He's a big Snyder fan, and he saw The Flash and only had good things to say about the film on Christian Harloff's show. I think you two would get along. By the way, what's the process like getting people on your show? It's just hitting them up. Robert Meyer Burnett has been on the Vodka stream. It was probably about two years ago, I would say. Um, yeah, I'll try to get I, I've been wanting to maybe uh, have a conversation with him again. I'll hit him up. But uh, yeah, he's been it's he's been on the Vodka stream before, so, and we had a great conversation. We were talking about a lot of John. We were talking about John Woo movies, which was cool. Also, what do you think about a modern remake of They Live? But TV, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that there hasn't been a an updated They Live. Can you do an impression of Roddy saying, "Now, I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum." I'm surprised there hasn't been a remake or some kind of continuation of They Live. They Live is excellent. Love that movie. Darkness Under the Wind. Dave, question one. If Andy Muschietti doesn't recast Ezra, do you see a bunch of issues possibly surfacing with all the DCU confusing the general audience? Question two. Well, I already kind of answered that. It's like it's still going to be open, and I don't know. Again, I still have to fully see The Flash to really determine it. And we have to fully see The Flash with the added scenes to it because nobody has seen the new scenes yet question two would you want ezra's flash to die in uh at the end of uh after setting up the d de- and eh, with the uh, anti-monitor building uh, and then that would be interesting hmm huh eh, that's interesting uh would you want ezra's flash to die at the end setting up these you already said that uh would you want to see miles debut in spider-man 4 building him up then yeah like, maybe tease him, but we don't need Miles just not quite yet. But I think Sony's going to fucking rush it. And then finally, Andrew Casali. Andy says, I don't think there's anyone that could play the, uh, that character as well as Ezra. Did did um, did he forget Grant Gusson? That man is Barry Allen. Yeah. Why would he say that, Andrew? Why would he actually say, oh, yeah, um, Ezra's fine. I wish I would have worked with Grant Gustin. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just because that's your opinion. I mean, you're, you're talking about the director who was spending a lot of time with Ezra and really appreciated Ezra's performance. So, yeah, he's going to say that Ezra is the best to play the character. He might like Grant Gustin, but why would he do that? <laughs> See, this is that, that's what I find funny when it comes to fans. It's like, yeah, that's how you feel. But you got to think about where he's coming from, okay? <laughs> you got to think about where he's coming from. 
But it's just that's just funny. It's like, yeah, I, I get that. That's your favorite. It's cool. And you think he's the best? Fine. But there's no way that Andy Muschietti is going to say that, oh, yeah. Yeah, this was fine. But Grant, man, if I could have worked with Grant, geez, this movie would have been way better. Yeah. So just can't look at it like that. Just can't look at it like that. Spoiler alert, he doesn't die. <laughs> Easy, Droga. Introduce Miles in a film with Tobey Maguire passing the torch. That'd be pretty sweet, but does Tobey want to do it again, you know? And he is a big Snyder fan. Who knows what Muschietti's original vision was before all the changes? I mean, there wasn't too many changes, though. we got to remember that. People keep on saying all the changes, but, I mean, there's not too much uh, when it comes to everything that was involved with the story and everything and wanting to kind of just, I mean, it... it from what I also gather, too, from a lot of the people who've seen it and who I've talked to and seen reviews and whatnot, is the fact that it is a love letter to DC. It's a love letter to the DC characters. So that's what I'm seeing. So after Guns Universe bombs, so stupid fat Hobbit also has a prediction right here. I'm loving all the predictions right here, guys. Um, so after Guns Universe bombs, who else would uh, like to see Justice League 2 and 3 follow a Kingdom Come storyline where it takes place? Uh, I, I, I mean, I think, uh, I think I'd rather just see what Zach did. If it, if they, if it bombs, they're like, Zach, come back, save us. I would just see what Zach, Zach did. How about that? How about that? After Guns Universe bombs. I don't think it's going to bomb. But, you know, again, fans will be fans. I think it'll be, I mean, and I mean, I'm, I'm, he's got his work cut out for him. That's for damn sure. So anyways, guys. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this stream up. Uh, if you want some more bonus content and then you want to support the channel, become a member. I'll be doing a members-only stream after this. You can pick my brain a little bit. I got some things. I got some things that I've even said on the Patreon. So, you know, there's also that, too, if you want bonus content there and uh, help support the channel. It's right there. But, you know, but, yeah, like I said, if you want some more, I'll be doing a members-only stream. Members, look forward to uh, getting that link on your feed, your YouTube feed. Make sure you guys hit that like, thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel before you leave. You know, if you want to post it, post it on your social media. Help uh, help uh, get it around. Please do so. And, uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm seeing across the Spider-Verse. I'm seeing it at 3.30, so maybe around, like, 6.30, 7 o'clock I'll get home. And, uh... My phone ringing all kinds of uh, and um, yeah, look forward to my first reaction review of it. And uh, yeah, that should be great. That should be great. So, all right, guys, I'll see you guys Friday for the vodka stream. And uh, yeah, catch my first reaction tomorrow. And uh, members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, talk to you later. <laughs>